Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favourite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, head to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal how cortisol causes menopause weight gain and how to avoid it. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So Rob, as you'll know, we've worked with so many women over 40 who were struggling to lose weight and who weren't seeing any movement on the scales no matter what they tried. These are women who are trying all of the things which have worked in their 20s and their 30s from running, spinning, HIIT training, gym classes to low calorie dieting, shakes, keto and fasting. But then they'd be stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing absolutely zero movement. And for many of these ladies, this was starting to have a big impact on their confidence and on their self-esteem, making it really difficult for them to enjoy life to the fullest. And I can't tell you how many women that I've spoken to who felt they were no longer able to wear their favourite clothes, who were choosing clothes to cover up problem areas instead of wearing the things they liked, putting in loads of hard work, loads of effort, but just not seeing any change in the mirror and starting to worry that they'd never be able to get their weight under control and never be able to see the results they wanted. But despite all of that, like we've helped these women to remove all of the barriers which were blocking them from seeing results and to quickly and easily get the scales moving, lose the excess weight, regain their confidence, and get back to feeling amazing in all their favorite clothes, all in just a few short months. So in today's podcast, we're just gonna kind of go through how cortisol causes menopause weight gain, and we'll share our top strategies that we've we've used to help 6,000 plus women in their 40s and 50s to drop one to two dress sizes, fit back into their favorite clothes, feel incredible wearing anything they like in 12 weeks or less. So. In today's episode, let's explain why cortisol is so significant for women around menopause and how to lose weight in spite of these changes. Okay, so as you know, there's big changes that happen in the female sex hormones, estrogen and progesterone in the run-up to menopause. And this can happen quite a lot earlier. A lot of people don't realise this can kind of happen five, ten years before clinical menopause, which is where you go a year without a period. And the average age in the UK for this is 51. And... These changes in estrogen and progesterone that can lead to things like hot flushes, joint aches and pains, night sweats, brain fog, weight gain, and many, many more symptoms beside that. But what a lot of people don't realise is how cortisol plays a part in this and what causes the weight gain around menopause. So there's lots of different reasons, but the one we want to get into today is all around another hormone. So rather than estrogen and progesterone, it's then what happens with cortisol. So a lot of people have different opinions on cortisol. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And in short bursts, so triggered by short-term stresses, cortisol is actually beneficial. So if you do, a good example of this, Ben, is if you do exercise, right, cortisol is released. And this actually helps. This helps with your muscles breaking down and then building back stronger. And it helps with releasing fat from fat cells. So that will help with burning fat. And there's lots of other benefits. So one of the, the ones that people may not know about is Cortisol also helps to form memories. So this is why we tend to actually remember stressful events in quite a lot of detail and we, we struggle to let go of those. However, if cortisol is elevated all of the time from long-term stress, so a very stressful lifestyle or other things that you do, this is called chronically elevated cortisol levels. And this can be a big problem. We've seen this with our clients 
um, before they work with us a lot of the time. So this can lead to a lot of negative side effects. And there's three main things that can happen if your cortisol levels are high all the time. So the first one is leptin resistance. So leptin is a satiety hormone and it means that people feel hungrier and they have more cravings for comfort food. So you're always going to have to be battling these comfort food cravings and it's going to be much, much harder to eat healthier. Second one is insulin resistance. So insulin is a storage hormone. And if you have insulin resistance, you're going to actually be more likely to store fat, especially around the middle, which is that middle age spread that most people want to lose around menopause, but most people struggle with around menopause. And then the final kind of side effect from chronically high cortisol levels is thyroid deregulation. So the thyroid is the gland in your throat that controls your metabolism. And if this is deregulated, it's going to slow down your metabolism. And we call these three things the weight gain triangle. So leptin resistance, insulin resistance, and thyroid deregulation. And it makes it a lot harder to lose weight and a lot easier to gain weight for women around menopause if you trigger it. So Ben, what actually triggers the weight gain triangle? What can cause people to kind of end up in this position? So yeah, I mean, it's it's so important to avoid this weight gain triangle. And there, there are a couple of things which cause those cortisol levels to be chronically elevated. So the first one of these is constant work stress. So I mean, a lot of the women we work with who are over 40, they are in stressful job roles. They're managing people at work. They've got the, the constant pressure of reporting to directors, doing back-to-back -back meetings all day long. So they have this constant work stress. And the other thing that can cause this is constant family stress. So, you know, maybe you're looking after elderly parents, um, also looking after kids. You're kind of the person who's, who's sort of looking after the everybody else in the family. I think people call this like the sandwich generation where you're kind of the in the middle between aging parents and then children and you're kind of looking after both at the same time. But it's not just the obvious things like that that can make cortisol levels and stress levels higher. So other things that can make it worse as well are getting older. So the older you get, everyone just gets more sensitive to stress the older you get. But for women, this increase in stress with age is actually three times greater than it is for men. So women in particular really need to watch out for this and watch out for their stress levels getting out of control and becoming chronically elevated. So the next thing that can impact things is lack of sleep. And of course, for the women, a lot of the women we work with who are going through per perimenopause and menopause, that can also have an impact on the quality of your sleep and your ability to sleep through the night as well. The other things that can impact it are alcohol, um, so a lot of people, they'll get back from that busy day of work, they will drink to de-stress, but actually drinking alcohol then raises your internal stress level. So it causes more stress in the long term. Low calorie dieting can also be caused, can also cause stress. So the body sees that as something stressful if your food is restricted. High intensity exercises like spinning or HIIT training or gym classes can also cause your stress levels to spike. And then you've also got caffeine, dehydration, and also just spending a lot of time in the house all day. So if you're spending a lot of time in the house, especially if you're you know, working at a computer or in an office in the same situation and not going outside, that can also increase your stress levels. And you can really think of all of this as, uh, it's like a bathtub filling up. So all of these sources of stress, work stress, family stress, age, lack of sleep, alcohol, low calorie dieting, high intensity exercise, caffeine, dehydration, etc. All of those things are just pouring into this bathtub and just filling your stress level up higher and higher and higher, meaning your cortisol levels are then going to be getting higher and higher, making it easier to gain weight and harder to lose it again. So, Rob, what I was like, if you were going to give someone advice and say, you know, how would you actually avoid this cortisol trap? What would be kind of the, the key things to take into account? Okay, so 
there's a few different things you need to bear in mind. And I'll break this down into exercise and nutrition because it's important to get both sides of the equation right. If you just get the exercise bit right, but your nutrition is all over the place or too extreme, it's not gonna work and the same the other way around. So as Ben said at the beginning, like we've worked with over 6,000 women inside our Fit Over 40 program and we've really got this down to a fine art now of working with our clients changing hormones rather than against them. And so many clients who, who come to us are really surprised. So we speak to all of our clients still after four weeks to see how it's going, make sure they're seeing good results. Every single week I have conversations with people saying, I can't believe how well this is working. And what I was doing before really wasn't working at all. Even though I was like working really, really hard, I was putting all in this effort, doing the stuff that I tried before. And this applies to both exercise and nutrition. So in terms of exercise, you need to really avoid things like high intensity exercise now. So things like HIIT, things like spinning, things like gym classes, CrossFit, running. Again, if you're carrying a bit of extra weight, it's very, very stressful on the body as well. So all of this stuff where you kind of trying to force the body into submission, force the body into change, it can work when you're younger. But as you get older, as you become more sensitive to stress, as Ben just explained, then this stuff is really not going to work well anymore. And actually you can make things a lot worse, not better. So what we'd recommend in terms of exercise is sticking to low impact strength training. And this is just where you lift weights in a slow controlled manner. Our clients just do it three times a week. They actually just do it from home. Most of them, a few go to the gym, but almost all of them just do it from home, 30 to 45 minutes a session. And what this does is it gets the most bang for your buck. It's gonna minimize the stress response. So it's gonna keep cortisol levels low to moderate. So you can still see good results, avoid triggering that weight gain triangle, but it will also build muscle and it will combat bone losses. So it has way more benefits to cardio and kind of intense types of exercise because you're going to build way more muscle, which will make you firm, it'll make you toned, it'll make you youthful. And it will also help you to combat bone losses because this is another kind of common side effect of uh, menopause and reducing estrogen levels is osteoporosis. And that's really, really bad for your long-term health. So low impact strength training just three times a week. And then the other thing I would consider with exercise is just making sure you're active enough. Ben mentioned, you know, you just mentioned a minute ago, Ben, how staying inside too much is actually not great for cortisol levels. If you stay inside at your desk all day, which is very easy to do. We both also spend a lot of the time at our computer. It's no good for your cortisol levels. So if you can increase what we call your NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, this is basically just getting a step count up. So getting more steps in is the simplest way to do this. It's exercise outside of structured workouts. This is a really good low stress form of exercise that's gentle on the body, gentle on the joints. It will bring cortisol levels down and keep them low, which will then really, really help with seeing much better results. And it's not about putting in more effort when it comes to exercise and nutrition. Like a really good analogy for this is it's actually about just working more effectively. So it's using the right tools for the right time in your life to get good results. In terms of nutrition, it's very similar. You wanna avoid these extreme approaches. So super low calorie diets, like you mentioned, Ben, um, 800 calories a day, 1200 calories a day, shake diets, cutting out whole food groups. All of this stuff is very, very stressful on the body. And the body interprets all sorts of stress the same way. It increases cortisol levels. It doesn't matter if it's from family life, work life, or diet or exercise. So we need to get this right. And if you don't, it will lead to chronically high cortisol levels and trigger the weight gain triangle. So the way we do this and the way we've seen work best for women around menopause is to do something called hormonally balanced eating. And there's two parts to this. First part, we do something called the diet makeover, which is where we avoid four hormone disrupting foods. So these are the WADS foods, wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar. And this is a great way to not only kickstart fat loss, but also 
these foods can disrupt your craving, uh, disrupt your hormones and lead to higher cravings, lead to higher cortisol levels as well. So this will help to get your cravings under control and get you very quick results. And we have clients who lose anywhere between sort of four and eight pounds, sometimes even more within a couple of weeks, just doing that diet makeover approach. It also has another number of other benefits that we won't go into in too much detail today, but things like improving your gut health as well, which will improve your mood, it'll improve your energy levels, immune function. There's so many benefits to this process. So the first thing is to do this diet makeover. So to cut out those hormone disrupting foods and then moving on from that, what we tend to find works best is to focus on what we call the key three. So this is calories, protein, and fiber, not just calories. A lot of people just focus on that and that doesn't really work, especially as you get older. It needs to be more specific. And each of those numbers need to be specific to you, to your weight, to your height, to your body type, to your body fat percentage, to your dieting history and your hormonal situation as well. And we take all of those things into account. And the key with this is there's like a sweet spot. It's kind of like, we call it the Goldilocks principle. You don't want too much, you don't want too little. It needs to be just right. Just like Goldilocks with the porridge, just want it too hot, too cold, just right. Or the beds, too hard, too soft, just right. It's the same with this. And most people go too far either way. They're eating not enough or they're eating too much. And the same with protein. A lot of people are not getting enough and the same with fiber. So if we get those three things right, it's actually not uncommon for our clients to lose one to two stone and one to two dress size in 12 weeks, even when they're around menopause. So people who are in their late 40s, people in their 50s, or a little bit earlier sometimes as well, that they can still see those amazing results. And we always say this is kind of like using a, a motorized lawnmower to cut the lawn versus trying to cut it with scissors. We were, um, we were having a chat the other day, Ben. Um, we were doing some gardening. I hate gardening, but we were doing gardening um, with, with Lucy, my fiance's parents, and they said their neighbor used to try and cut the lawn with the scissors and uh, it would take it hours and hours and hours and it would look all over the place. They said she literally would try and do that because she didn't have a lawnmower. And it's kind of sad, but you can imagine that wouldn't get very good results. And this is what most people are trying to do with their exercise and nutrition is they're doing these, these approaches that are really high hard work, really high effort, um, and they don't even get very good results. Whereas if you do the right thing that works with your changing hormones, it's kind of like getting a lawnmower and in a couple of minutes, you've gone up and down, it looks perfect, and then the job's done and it's quick, it's efficient, and the results look great. So Ben, I know we've got some um, some examples of people who've done this. So how about you share, um, share with the audience uh, an example of a client who's followed this approach and what kind of results they saw. Yeah, so uh, we've got a great case study here for one of our clients. Um, Harriet is 56. She's from London and she works in film and television. So what she sent over to us, I'll just read it word for word. So she said, my weight had slowly been creeping up since my 50th birthday. I was in a job I loved, but it was very stressful and I was finding it hard to get to the gym. And when I did, no amount of cardio seemed to make any difference. Then the pandemic happened and my mum passed away at the start of it. I was really down and just ate and drank mindlessly as a way of numbing everything. I think the nudge came when I had to start buying size 16 trousers and thought, what the hell, this isn't me. I was really miserable about the way I looked and felt. And at the end of 2021, I accepted the offer of a new job and thought that it was a good time to make a fresh start with everything. I was scanning the internet and found Trinity. I liked that it was a fresh approach to losing weight when you're over 40 that worked for you when you were no when you were, when uh, what you were doing was no longer gonna work after the menopause. I've always hated cardio and love weight, so that appealed to me a bit. I had never really stuck to anything in the past, so I'd jump on the latest fad, no carbs, keto, etc., and would lose a bit, but got bored with it by the end and put all the weight back on again and more. 
I've lost just under two stone eight inches from my waist and over 30 inches generally all over. I'm fitting into my size 10 to 12 clothes rather than 14 to 16, and you can actually see my waist now. I'm so much stronger generally, more flexible, and my balance has improved, which I know is really important as you get older. I'm probably the fittest I've been in over 10 years, and I notice that I'm lifting heavier and have more stamina in my gym classes than when women half my age, and that makes me very happy. I'm more resilient and I've challenged myself to be more mindful of my food and drink choices. I've had friends and colleagues tell me how well I'm looking and are interested in how I've done how I've done it. A couple of friends have even joined Trinity themselves. Just do it. It may seem daunting at first, but the coaches help you break everything down into smaller goals, which really helps you focus on the journey step by step. And if you want to find out more about the program that Harriet followed, just head over to www fit40info.com and you can grab all of the information on that page. Amazing. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode of the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next week for another episode. We will see you there. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.